Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Yo, what up? Welcome to Tevez of the Best. Today is Tuesday, April 11, 2023. My name is JC Tevez. Welcome to the podcast about my life and nothing else. But stick around. You might learn something new. Happy post-Holy Week, everyone, to those of you who celebrated? I'm back. I'm recording on schedule. How was your week? Did you watch John Wick 4? It's fucking awesome! John Wick 4, man. Really, really good ass movie. Shit. I don't even know where I would... People, I don't know if it's recency bias. Is John Wick 4 the best of the John Wicks? Is it the best action movie ever? That's a question we're going to ponder on today's podcast, among other things. I told you guys I would be more organized, and I really haven't kept that promise. But today, let me give you a little bit of a teaser of what we're going to talk about today. I have a bunch of movies that I I watched uh, online, legally and the opposite. Uh, I also watched a new TV show called Beef on Netflix. So if you have Netflix, like most of you probably do, uh, we'll talk about that. Starring Stephen Yun and Ali Wong, I think is her name. Uh, yeah. And Double Vaginas. Yeah. Yeah. I saw some weird shit on Twitter. <laughs> so we'll talk about that. Okay. Um, but let's talk about John Wick 4. So if you've ever seen John Wick 1, 2, 3, you probably love John Wick 4. If you didn't like any of the first three John Wicks, I see no reason why you would even even be close to watching John Wick 4. Like, there's no way you would watch John Wick 4 if you watch 1, 2, and 3 and didn't like them, right? It doesn't make any sense. So, John Wick 4, I think we can all agree. If you're a fan of the series, was awesome. And Donnie Yen, who plays Kane in the movie, is the best supporting character, in my opinion, in the John Wick franchise, like, as a whole. It's, he's so, he's cooler than John Wick. I thought it was, I thought it was impossible to be cooler than John Wick or more badass than John Wick. He was more badass than, than John Wick, in my honest opinion. But dude, how will we rank them? I think that's what we're going to do today. We got to rank them one, two, three, four. I rewatched one, two, and three before, uh, watching four. So it's kind of fresh in my memory. I can go over all the there's it's, it's so hard because there are so many awesome fight scenes from each movie that it, it's hard to choose like which movies that because the plot I think we can all agree not that great. I think the first plot is simple, it's effective, it makes you want to you know root for him to kill the guy that killed his dog. I think that the the second movie was also kind of cool when they introduced the the marker and, like, he has to do it because he has an obligation to this marker. But in 3 and 4, it's just him kind of escaping, right? Just, like, fucking up people that are trying to kill him because he broke the rules. So there's not much story in 3 and 4, TBH. So story-wise, I think I would give it to 2. And 1 and 2 are probably tied. <coughs> action scenes. Oh, I mean, 4 has the longest action scenes for sure. 
It has one of the coolest action scenes in, in, uh, you know, spoiler free, but, uh, there's, a uh, the, the long action sequences, multiple, in Osaka, in Japan, is just fucking incredible. It, like, I really love the, the, I don't know, the tone, whatever film term you want to use, the, the tone of John Wick, uh, you know, like this dark underworld, underbelly, everybody has a secret kind of a feeling. It, it's so cool. But the fight in Osaka in four is dope. Um, the, the, the knife throwing scene in John Wick three is incredible. But you know what? Now that I think about it, right? John Wick three only has two memorable fight scenes, in my opinion. The knife throwing scene near the start of the film. Well, I guess if you can, I mean, it kind of carries over from him fighting, uh, what's his name? Um, uh, Boban, if you know Boban, the NBA player, the big guy in the library, right? He killed him, and then they do the knife fighting scene like almost a few minutes later. But I count the knife fighting scene as one of the best, probably the best in the whole series, all four. And yeah, you can go on YouTube, just type YouTube John Wick knife scene. And then the dog scene, obviously, with uh, Halle Berry is really good. Like that, that those two fight scenes are are really good. But in John Wick 2, I could probably name you... Oh, no, I lied. John Wick 3 also had uh, the fight scene with the two assassin guys from... the One of them was the guy in, in the raid, Mad Dog. So I guess there's three. But it wasn't that memorable. It was, it was good, but it wasn't that memorable. It was just a cool scenery background. John Wick 2 had the fight with Cassian. It had the underground fight, which was super cool. Uh, it had the fight where he... He goes in when he has to borrow a pistol from 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 Morpheus, right? Uh, two, I think I, I don't know. Two had some really incredible sh- fights. One had the iconic first fight where you don't know what to expect, and then you realize John Wick is just a fucking demon, right? And it had the nightclub scene, which is really good. But any after the nightclub scene, there's no more like really cool fight scenes. You know, it's just him kill, shooting people and being badass. But it's not. One one had the weakest in terms of fight scenes because, you know, they're just starting out. The budget was low. Uh, two, three, four have the Fast and Furious effect, right? Like, things just get crazier and crazier where it's it kind of out of reality. I mean, bu- number two introduces bulletproof vests, like bulletproof uh, suits. By the way, go on YouTube and type in John Wick bulletproof vest. Some dude or his team spent a year making one and it actually they actually made one it's pretty pretty awesome but you know it's not really realistic yeah you, know, you know what i mean so john wick 4 donnie every scene with donnie and was dope the the paris scene was sick the stair scene which is part of the same paris scene i guess fuck man i'm sorry if i'm boring you if you didn't watch john wick you've probably already turned off the podcast but jesus john wick 4 so good so how would we rate it Shit! In my, in my right now recency bias included, I guess I would put four. I think ah shit! Don't make me do this. So far, it's like asking you to rate your favorite, like what's your favorite song? Oh fuck! I would put maybe two first. Because two really blew my mind after the first one. I didn't know what to expect. And th- just that first scene where he's shooting, fucking everyone up in the caves and shit was so cool. And then I would put four. And then I would put 
one, and then three. Fuck, man, but I really like three as well. Anyway, moving on from John Wick, let's talk about the Netflix show Beef. Yes, starring Stephen Yun, my one of my one of my Asian lodies. So I have, you know, how I have a bunch of man crushes, right? Keanu, Hugh Grant, Chris Pratt, uh, Shia LaBeouf. I've named. I mean, I know Shia LaBeouf is problematic, but this was in high school or whatever, right? Uh, before all that shit came out. Uh, who else did I have as my man crush? Bruce Bruce Willis. Uh, you know, I don't really have the. I mean, I, of course, those guys are really popular, but you know, a lot of people have like the really, really hot, like Chris Hemsworth, Chris Chris Pine. I guess Chris Pratt is on that list, but you know, like the the six pack ab dudes. I, I kind of like the guys with a uh, weird, weird. Like, there's something like a character about them. But anyway, in terms of Asian dudes, I have a few. Uh, so Steven Yun is one of them. Ki Ki Hong Lee, the guy in Maze Runner who plays Minho because he's hot. Um, who else is the, I have a, I have a couple more like Asian guys that I really look up to, like, like look up to in terms of their body and their, and their body of work, <laughs> like they're hot and their body of work is really good. Um, shit. I can't think of any right now. Okay. So it stars Steven Yun and Ali Wong, who I've only seen in the Netflix movie, always be my maybe starring, uh, uh oh John Cho's one of the other Asian guys by the way. Not John Cho though. Uh fuck, fresh off the boat. What's his name? Man, I got to look it up. Fresh off the boat. Randall, 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 Randall Kim? Randall Park. <laughs> Sorry, that's racist. Randall Park. Randall Park. Uh fresh off the boat. But yeah, always be my maybe starring him and and Ali Wong. So when I saw I mean the movie, I really like Always Be My Maybe. I thought it's a really good rom-com. Uh, and I'll talk about another rom-com in a bit, which I just watched. But it's probably one of the better rom-coms out there. It also has an awesome, probably the best cameo of any, like, star in any rom-com ever. All right? If you haven't seen it, I won't spoil it for you, but it's, it's awesome. And it's kind of related to what I talked about earlier. Mm-hmm, wink, wink. Um, what else? But yeah, Ali Wong, I didn't know, like, much about her body of work. Besides that movie and her stand-up comedy, which I only watched, I think, one special. She's, she's pretty good. Um, but man, that lady can act. She is, oh, and she's incredible in this show. So the show is about these two, uh, people who get into a road rage incident. So Steven Yun, aka Glenn from The Walking Dead, and Ali Wong, uh, who plays a, a lady named, fuck, I forgot her name in the show. But they get into a road rage incident, and then from that road rage incident, a whole bunch of shit happens. And I will, I, I'm not gonna spoil anything, but I will tell you, I was fucking shocked at some of the things that happened towards the end of the show. I never in like, you know, in my history of watching TV shows, I rarely get shocked when something happens. I was so shocked when something, there, I think if you finish the show, you know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. Right? Yeah, it, it split my brain in half. You know what I'm talking about. Um, yeah, it, it's a really good show. It, it's, it's an A24 production, so you know that shit is fucking artsy. A24, what's A24, JC? Well, they did everything everywhere all in once, right? Those guys. You've heard of them, right? You know that movie, 
right? Most awarded movie of all time, I think I read somewhere on a tweet, and I will not go confirm that fact, but I, I believe it's a fact, okay? Um, they did The Whale. What else have they done? A24 Projects. Uh, they have done Midsommar, which was ass. Uh, Pearl and X were pretty good. I see. Eufo- oh, they do Euphoria, the TV show with Zendaya. Although season two was not that great. Great acting from Zendaya and the rest of the crew, but the storylines were whack. Uh, not as good as they were in the first season. It wasn't whack, sorry. It was just not as good as the first season. They did Bodies, 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 recommended. Uncut Gems, recommended. Ex Machina, I like that movie. Uh, haven't seen Men, haven't seen The Green Knight, haven't seen Tusk. Spring Breakers, I never saw Spring Breakers. Uh, I wanted to see it just to see Vanessa Hudgens and Selena Gomez, but I never did. The Lobster, I hear, is really good, starring my boy Colin Farrell, but I have not watched that yet. And I know some of you film people are going to like, you haven't seen that? It's so good. Lady Bird, pretty good. Mm, yeah. But I digress. It's an A24 production, so it has all that artsy shit. It has a, a lot. It, 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 for me, it's like watching everything everywhere all in once, at once, uh, mixed with, I'm trying to think what it's mixed with. I'm not sure. I'm not really. It's just when you watch it, you'll know there's like certain vibes that you get from it. They're like, oh, it looks familiar to something that you've seen if you've seen any like A24 film. So watch Beef. It's on Netflix. It's 10 episodes. Each episode is about 35 to 40 minutes, if I'm not mistaken. But it just fucking breezes by. Like, it, you really, like, we binged that shit in a day and a half. Uh, we started at night, so finished it the next day. Really good show. Relatable in good ways and bad, I would say. Because the characters, I will tell you right now, mo- most of the characters in the show are not good human beings. Which most of us aren't, right? So I th- I found that even more appealing. There's a lot of things that you're like, oh, that what a piece of shit. But I get it, right? Right? I, I don't know. Maybe is it just me? Sometimes I watch stuff or I see, like I see some some shit being done online, or I see you know people doing stuff that you're not supposed to be doing, and then I look at it and I'm like, ah, what a piece of shit. But I get it. I don't is it just me? I don't know, man. All right. Um, what else was I gonna talk about? I mean, I know we have double vaginas on the list because I saw that shit on Twitter. Uh, but let me talk about some movies that I watched or rewatched recently. I just watched so rom coms. So, you know, I was talking about always be my maybe. I watch a rom com uh, which came out three years ago, and I remember seeing the trailer, but I don't remember why. Like it just kind of slipped through the cracks. I never watched it because it's a Seth Rogen movie. And I love Seth Rogen movies. He's like Adam Sandler for me, where I will watch anything that Seth Rogen is in. And he plays the same character, just like Adam Sandler almost, almost always plays the same character. Even if he does a serious role like Hustle and Punch Drunk Love, you, there's a little Adam Sandler-ness in it. You know what I mean? Like, you can't separate... I don't know. You can, He doesn't disappear into the role uh, like, like a Gary Oldman or whatever, you know. But it's a great actor regardless, right? So Seth Rogen, it's called Long Shot with him and, oh my goodness, Charlize Theron. She is just as gorgeous as she was. I don't even know when she started acting films. I remember the first time, my my awakening to Charlize Theron. Theron? I don't even know how to say her last name. Charlize Theron? 
Charlize Theron. Charlize Theron um, was in the Italian job. Yeah, let me just... Italian job Charlize Theron. Just Google images that movie. My goodness. My goodness. She's probably one of the most like attractive and talented, by the way. Attractive uh, actresses like ever. I would say. I don't know. I, I mean, I, I don't know. Like, I never really thought of Charlize Theron. But, but whenever I see her, I think, damn, she's she's a babe. But I think now I can say, like, yeah, man, she's got to be up there. Like, most attractive, uh, like, celebrities of all time. <laughs> she's up there. And she's she's great. I mean, I remember watching, I think, Mighty Joe Young. But I don't I didn't remember that was her in it. You remember Mighty Joe Young? the um the movie with the with the gorilla she was in that but i don't re- i didn't remember i think i was too young when i watched that movie so i didn't know like my penis wasn't working yet right like i i didn't find anything sexually <laughs> attractive yet but italian job was where it was at i was like damn i think i was in high school no i was in middle school when that song uh, when that movie came out uh, and then Atomic Blonde, she's super, such a babe in that, and so badass. Um, which, and I think, I wish they would do like a John Wick Atomic Blonde crossover. That would be sick. Uh, but yeah, Long Shot, starring her and Seth Rogen. It's good. It's a good movie, man. Uh, she plays a Secretary of State to the United States of America, and then she hires Seth Rogen, who is her childhood, uh, acquaintance. And as her scriptwriter for her speeches, and it's it's just a genuinely feel good rom com. Like there's 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 a, I feel like the rom com like there used to be so many rom coms, right? The nineties, early two thousands, and I feel like there have been a less of the good ones. Like there are there's still a lot. Like there's there's like a rom com every month on Netflix, but most of them are not good. Like they're just ass <laughs> but for for me this was one of the better ones out there I, I would actually put it maybe i mean i can't i'm just maybe it's recency bias once again but i would put it probably in the top 10 for me maybe not maybe like top 15 i let me i know i've talked about rom-coms before but let's let's kind of look through the list rom-coms all right um because for me, rom-coms that would be in the top 10 for sure would probably be like Crazy Stupid Love, About Time. If you count About Time a rom-com, because I feel like it's more of a drama, but I love that. I love that movie. Um, I would also put, what else would I put in there? Um, maybe Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist. That's a great one. I'm just looking through the list right now. So I, I, I feel like I'm going to, Oh, like almost like you know what Adam Sandler would probably take four or five of the top ten for me. You know, you got the Wedding Singer, which is fantastic. You got Fifty First Dates, which is really good. You got the uh, what's that other one with him? <sighs> Fuck, he has so many rom coms, man. I just I forget which ones. Like, oh, cl- well, is Click a rom com? No, Click's not a rom com. Click's just a comedy drama. Click is actually sad as fuck, by the way. Uh, but yeah, Longshot might make it, man. Really good, really good. Like, I, I, you guys should watch it. If any one of you watches it, because you heard me talk about it, please just message me and just say like, hey, I watched it and I, I, I get what you're saying. 
Hitch, Hitch would be up there, I think. You know, keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. That's what Hitch would say if it was filmed in 2022. Uh, starring Will Smith and Eva Mendez. Um, who, by the way, is she still married to Ryan uh, Gosling? Are they still married? That's like a low-key couple, right? I mean, do you hear? Let me see. Are they still married? Ryan Gosling. Because you never see them. Like, you never see them in public. They're never... It's not like Ryan Reynolds and, 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 uh, what's her name, right? Uh, fuck. Not Amber Heard, the other hot blonde chick. Fuck! What's, what's Ryan Reynolds' wife's name? I forget. Let me see. But I'm going, I'm on to, uh, here we go. Um, Gosling has been in a relationship since 2011 with Eva Mendez. They have two daughters, but they're not married. Okay, there we go. But they have two daughters. Yeah, so they're still together. But I never hear anything from them. It's pissing me off. Ryan Reynolds' wife. Blake Lively. That's who it was. That's who I'm talking about. And did you know Ryan Reynolds was married to Scarlett Johansson for a while? Did you guys know that? I remember I was like, I was so shocked. I was like, what? They were married? Hmm. Let's see. Rom-coms, rom-coms. What else? What else can we put in the, the top rom-coms? I mean, Hugh Grant probably would, would take two of those, right? Maybe... I mean, Notting Hill's okay, but I think Love Actually is 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 top tier. Uh, Four Weddings and a Funeral is pretty good. What else is a about a boy's not a rom com? Is it? Nah, it's more of a drama. I mean, Love Actually will make it, right? Uh, Notting Hill is on the cusp. I just I'm not a big fan of Julia Roberts like character in that movie that much. I think I don't know if I have I said the off. Sometimes I just feel things, all right? I just say it. 13 going on 30 would probably be up there. Mm. But yeah, the, the the chemistry between Charlize Theron and uh, and Seth Rogen is just really, really good, in, in my opinion. I don't include any 80s rom-coms because I watch them and I just don't feel some sort of way about them. You know, if you, if we're talking about like 18 Candles. Is that, is that a rom-com? 18 Candles? Is it? But they're like, there's like rom-com from the 80s. And I watched a bunch of them. Not Not that big of a fan here we go uh valentine's day nah friends with benefits nah nah the uh knocked up knocked up oh seth rogan another seth rogan classic mm, maybe maybe oh you know what i really like music and lyrics see that's hugh grant drew barrymore drew barrymore oh, oh forgetting sarah marshall forget about it number probably number one it's gotta be number one or two Forgetting Sarah Marshall is a top-tier, god-tier rom-com of all time. It's funny. It's relatable. All the characters are great. Even the guy that you're not supposed to like or, like, see, uh, what's his name? Russell Brand, Aldous Snow. He was fucking hilarious, right? They have great side characters. Mila Kunis is Mila Kunis, right? And uh, what's her name? Uh, Sarah Marshall. Uh, what's her name? Veronica Mars. Fuck. Kristen Bell. Really good, too. Shit, man. I, I can't believe, like, it didn't pop into my head, like, right away. Like, that's a great, yeah. Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Fifty First Dates is up there. Fifty First Dates and Wedding Singer. Mm. Anyway, go watch it. Damn, there's 200 romantic, com- like, Rotten Tomatoes has the 200 best romantic. I didn't even know there was, I can't. I couldn't name you 50. Maybe I could. Big Fat Greek Wedding? Meh. Meh. It's all right. Uh... What are your guys' favorite romantic comedies? You know what? I got to start using 
the the Spotify what do you call it? Like the question and answer thing. So if you happen to make it this far in the podcast, if you're on Spotify, there's a Q&A thing. I'm going to put what are your favorite rom-coms of all time and I need you to answer while you're listening to this podcast. And I will talk about Double Vaginas. Dude, so I was on Twitter, right? And uh, I saw a tweet of someone, of a, of a woman who went viral or whatever because she has two vaginas and she started uh, using it to make money on OnlyFans. Well, I mean, to her credit, like, good job. I'm not, you know, nothing wrong with that. But I did not know that there was um, a thing. Like, it's a it's a genetic condition or it's a, I don't know what it is. I don't want to say a defect, right? But it's not, it's not normal, right? Normally, you know, most women have one vagina. Is it women or is it female? I, I don't know the right term to use because I don't want to get canceled. But if you are... Born female, you usually have one vagina. And it's a condition called, uh, fuck, I have it here, the article. Let me look it up. It affects, you know, but it's not as uncommon as you think. I just, I'm so surprised that I'm 33. Am I 30? I'm going to, I'm 32. I'm 30. I'm going to turn 33 this year. 32 years old. And for the first time in my life, I've heard about this, but it affects one in every 2,000 women. It's called uterus diddle, diddlefis, which is kind of a funny name. Diddle, diddlefees. Maybe it's diddle, diddlefees. One in 2,000. That means that every time here in the Philippines, if you go to the mall, one of these women has double vagina. There's probably 2,000 women in the mall throughout the day, right? Like on a weekend, I would say. Or just go to BGC. Walk along High Street. One of these women along you, you know, eating at Uma and drinking their 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 uh, sangria has a double vagina. We don't know about it. It's so crazy. So you know, me being me, I had to see because I've never seen it. I had to Google images it, and it is. I mean, I don't know what I was expecting, but it is a double vagina. It kind of looks, and I don't want to be mean, right? I know penises are not attractive or whatever. But vaginas are not like, you know, I've always said this before. Um, you know, when you send nudes and whatever, like, I get it. But if somebody just sent me a vagina picture, it does nothing for me. That's why I, I'm like, why do you girls like dick pics? Like, does that make it, does that get them off? Because, because a vagina picture is just, what do I do with this? It, it's just, it looks like the, you know, the dinosaur. I don't want to be me, right? I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> this fucked up. Okay, the double vagina looks like the dinosaur from Jurassic Park, the one that opens its like flaps on the side and then spits the ink shit. That's what I was like. That looks like the fucking dinosaur from Jurassic Park. You know? But honestly, I was intrigued. I was like, damn, does, is, and I, I didn't really look too much into it. I was just kind of, does, because the, the OnlyFans lady, uh, says that she uses one for work and one for play. So I, I guess, I mean, I don't know what that means. She piss, she pisses out of one and uses the other one for sex. But I wonder if you use the other, the work, the work vagina for sex. Like, does it feel the same? I'm just curious. But yeah, I, I was so, but I did not watch any video. I just looked at pictures. I kind of want to just, I, 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 I don't know. I wasn't really, I'm not afraid to go look. I just, I don't know. I just, I saw that and I was like, okay, I get it. So maybe I'll go look for a video and just see what it's all about. 
Interesting, right? Double vagina, man. Uterus didelphis. One in 2,000. So now you know. Now you know. I, I Genuinely, I, I cannot believe it's it's that common. One in 2,000. That's, that's... Wait. How? Because cancer is what? One in eight? Right? Diseases... What what's the term that I what do I search for? Probability? Disease probability? No, that's not what I'm looking for. Uh cancer rate in the world. 143 people out of every wait no 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 that's that's wrong. Uh how many people what do I search for, man? Uh one in six. Well no no one in six deaths. No, that's not it. How, fuck, I don't know what to search, man. Let me use ChatGBT. Oh, you know what? Let's talk about ChatGBT. Let's let's move on from this because I'm, I'm just going to ramble. I don't know what to search on the search bar. But have you guys used ChatGPT? On the last Halala show, we talked about artificial intelligence and how it's kind of taken over the world. We talked about, I talked about Kanye West's like voice, AI voice being dubbed over songs like Justin Bieber. The Justin Bieber one, I know everyone's using it as an example. It's not that great, but there's one... I forgot it's a rap song. I'm not familiar with the rap song, but they put Kanye's voice over it, and it sounded like it was Kanye rapping it. That was incredible. I was like, damn, that's not Kanye? Wow. The Justin Bieber one, it sounds like Kanye in bits and pieces. Just go YouTube and type in Kanye West, uh, love yourself, Justin Bieber. There's some parts where you're like, that's Kanye. But if you didn't tell me beforehand, I'd be like, who is this guy? It sounds like Bieber, but it's also not Bieber. But it wouldn't be Kanye West like instantly in my mind. You know, Kanye West has a pretty distinct voice. So does Justin. I mean, most singers have a distinct voice, right? So you can tell who it is. But it, my first thing was like, I, I didn't know who that was. So anyway, chat GPT. <coughs> I have a cousin. He's not really, he didn't go to school for coding or whatever. But he has a job where he's learning how to do JavaScript. He just got a new position, right? And he is able to ask ChatGPT to write him a JavaScript code or JavaScript script, I guess. I don't know what you call it. Any techie people can help me out here. And ChatGPT was able to do it in like half a second. Which means that like there's a lot of people who are going to lose their jobs. Right? IT professionals fucking learn how to do something else. Because not all of you, obviously, but I'm sure... Some of you are shaking in your boots behind your MacBook Pro that now somebody has found a way to do your job easier and probably more efficient. You'd probably be just as accurate, you know, since you're a human being. And I mean, but there's human error and then there's computer error. I'm taking fucking computer error more often than not. Have you ever done an Excel spreadsheet and you're typing in numbers and then you're like, that doesn't add up correctly but then you find out you're the one who mistyped the formula that's your fault it's not the computer's fault so anyway chat gpt just go on it like sign up for an account it's free i don't know if they're because i had a problem signing up the first time but then i did it the day later and i was able to sign up it's like siri and google you know it's like alexa and whatever like you can ask it questions but i i don't fully grasp what it can do but I've been on YouTube and I've been watching all these chat GPD videos and it's just so incredible the shit that it can do for other people that know that know what they want from it. You know what I mean? Like me, I'm asking stupid questions, right? I, I literally search on chat GPT. Can you tell me about double vaginas? 
that that was one of my recent searches. And I was talking and I was just asking it, you know, you know, when you first get when you remember when Siri first came out and everyone was just asking Siri to do asking Siri stupid shit like Siri, tell me a joke. That was me and chat GBT. You know, I'm a basic bitch. I just, you know, I, I, I don't know what to do. I just I just asked him. I just ask it, you know, random stuff that I could probably just Google. But I was on YouTube and I saw a guy. He was able to build Flappy Bird using Chat GPT, the the game. So there's coders, there's gamer game developers. Uh, I'm sure there's people who like do spreadsheets and stuff that could ask. You know what? I, I let me go on it right now and just see what 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 it can do. Uh, Chat GPT. Chat, and you can ask it for content ideas for social media. It's 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 nuts, man. It is just it's different. Try it out. But go on YouTube and just type in chat GPT amazing things it can do. I don't know. Just just Google something generic and just go down the, the YouTube black hole of chat GPT. And you'll realize just how fucking the how far the world has come since. I mean, I know people always say this. I'm sure. Like, I don't even know how people my mom's age, because my mom is like 60 something, right? Almost pushing 70, by the way. Um. I, I'm surprised that they they just haven't like bent over and and like you know what I mean like just passed out in shock at what's happening in the world because you know from their era when there was no such thing as smartphones or internet or anything you'd feel like you're living in a different planet wouldn't you I don't know like because I grew up when the, in the early stages of the internet with the eh, connecting eh, you know that that sound. And then if somebody uses the phone, the, the internet disconnects. Like, I was that era, you know, CDs. You know, I was before tape. I was after tapes, cassettes. But I was CDs, mini discs, remember that shit? And then MP3s. And then, you know, downloading MP3s, Napster, LimeWire. Now, Spotify, where everything's available without having to illegally get it, pirate it. it it's just in that short span of time, like, from maybe 20 years, like, things have been so growing so incredibly fast because from before the smartphone era before even like the cell phone era like the 90s did they have it in the 80s before the cell phone came out and before the internet was not you know before the internet had any sort of speed to it there was fucking nothing right imagine a world before emails the 50s how the fuck do you talk to each other Without WhatsApp, right? Or Messenger or Instagram. You got to go over to your friend's house. You got to send a letter. <laughs> you got to meet in public at the bar and communicate verbally. And the fact, you know, just the, the jump that it's made is so incredible. But now I feel like it's just going to get even crazier. I, I don't, I, I fully expect in 10 years. For there to be self-driving cars that work all the time. You know, I know Tesla has one and I know other companies, but you, you ever watch iRobot? I feel like it's going to be like iRobot mixed with Terminator, but hopefully not as grim. I honestly think robots are going to take over the world, but I am pretty sure it's going to happen after I die. So I'm not that worried. I just think there's going to be so much advancement in the next 10 to 20 years. Because I witnessed that advancement myself from the last 20 years. And it's leaps and bounds. Like, man, it's so, 
I remember buying my first MP3 player. It wasn't me, sorry. I remember my mom buying me my first MP3 player that had 64 megabytes of, of memory. 64 megabytes. That's like four MP3s at 320 bit rate. That's like 10 songs on, on 128. Right? I mean, now, I mean, I don't think people even even download songs anymore, right? But when there was the iPod, that was gigabytes. And now everything's in the fucking cloud. It's so nuts to me, right? Are you not sometimes I feel like it's just it passively we we just because we live in it and we use it all the time that it just does, it just hasn't sunk in, sunk in yet. But if you just take a minute, take 5 minutes to kind of look back at what we have now, it's just, it doesn't make any fucking sense to me how we got to this point, right? And and if you think about it, the reason why we are at this point in technology is because we ha- we developed it. I mean, technology makes new technology. Because unless I'm mistaken, we had the capability to do all this shit 40 years ago, Right? I think, I mean, what year? 1983 was 40 years ago. What is, what was stopping us in 1983 from doing what we have now? Maybe I'm wrong, but did, did we, did the earth not have the same resources to create everything that we had, we have now? I mean, there's more Chinese people now, I guess, maybe, right? And they helped, uh, build all this shit, right? I mean, everything's made in China, but I, I mean, jokes aside, what did we not have in 1983 that we have now? It's the technology that we built, that we've built, and we've built and built and built on top, on top of one another. Cell phones are getting smaller and smaller and smaller, but we had to start with the big ass brick. But if you think about why couldn't they make it small before? Why were microchips not able to be made as small as they are now? And it makes you wonder, like, because we didn't know how to do it yet, but now we do. And now AI is going to do all of that for us. It's just going to be so crazy is all I'm saying. All right. I'm going to end the podcast. I hope you had a lovely holy week. Uh, if you are a, uh, what do you call it? A doomsday prepper, please let me know what I should do. Because I live in an apartment condo and there's no basement I could bury myself under if the robots were to attack. So let me know. What should I do? What would you do? All right. And uh, please answer the Q&A whenever I post it. I'll get around to it, okay? And take care of yourselves. And uh, follow me on social media. At, you can message me on Instagram, Tefeza the Best. And I'm going to drink my coffee now, all right? I'll see you all. Say it with me. Later. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 